0: Here on TV Land, we've got all the reruns for you. And now, back to our special showing of Welcome Back, Cotter. Mr. Cotter. Cotter. Mr. Cotter, I think I'm gay. (laughs) Mr. Cotter. I think my dick is gay. Maybe I'm not, Mr. Cotter. My dick. Mr. Cotter, my dick. My my mind says I
1: want to go for breasts. My mind says I like breasts. Everyone tells me I like breasts. Mr. Cotter. I want to suck a penis. Mr. Carter, my heart tells me I like penis. What do I do?
2: And this is this is welcome back Carter. As in Jimmy Carter?
1: Welcome back Carter. Yeah. Pre- Mr. President. I think I'm gay. Mr. President. Mr. <laughs> President, I think I'm gay.
2: Uh, can you do Now nah, a... Vinny, Vinny, Barbarino. All oh, right, He's a Georgia... it's
0: okay to it's okay to want to suck a penis.
2: Georgia peanut oh, I can't farmer. I know I do a yeah, girl, no, Jim, think Jimmy Georgia Carter. peanut farmer. So like, ba uh ba I just don't like shucking peanuts. I like saying grace. (laughs) Mm, That's not quite that. Jimmy Carter. Jimmy. I founded
1: Habitat for Humanity. Oh, there he is. And I want to suck a
2: penis. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Mr.
1: Carter, are you saying you also want to suck penises? Would
0: you like to suck a penis with me, Vinnie Barbarino? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Ah, (laughs) jeez. Vinnie (laughs) Barbaridouche. Vinnie Barbaridouche? Barbaridouchey. Barbara Duschi, mini Barbara Duschi. Uh, that's not the character from that we're talking about. It, it, we're talking about famous closeted homosexual. That's a. Uh, that's a. Uh, Axl Rose. Uh, <laughs> yes, <laughs> Axl Rose, famous closeted homosexual. Axl Rose.
2: You know what? Is, uh, all uh, my New songs are. You know, what my New Year's what, resolution yeah? was. What was it? I'm gonna listen to more Robert Fripp.
0: Why? That's a pretty specific. Becoming a Fripp guy? I'm going to be
2: a Fripp guy in 2022. Famously yeah. prickly prog rock guitarist, Robert Fripp. Robert Fripp is maybe the greatest composer of his generation. No, I'm kidding. It's bold. It's a bold <laughs> statement. Some people are like that. Have you met <laughs> Fripp guys? Yeah. There's a whole
0: genre of Fripp guys out there who are like steely and intense and very skinny. And right. they all have analog tape decks.
2: Um, I don't know. I was listening to, uh, Fripp and Sylvian, you know, David Sylvian. Fripp and Sylvian. Lead singer of uh, Japan, of course. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, of course. Really, it's like faintly weird. It's like a tiny bit weird. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's good. Only uh, a tiny bit weird. Just a tiny bit. And then I listened to Fripp and Eno. Um, no Pussy Footing. Which is also a great one. And it made me think, like, I really wish there was, like, Fripp and Anselmo.
0: Yeah. From from Pantera. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that that would be a great combination.
2: <laughs> well, I think it's uh, like it's like Lou Reed and Metallica, basically. So, I
0: I'm a defender of Lulu. I think yeah. it's actually pretty interesting. Yeah,
2: I want to see the reverse band with with James Hetfield singing over like the rest of the Velvet Underground.
0: Over the Velvet Underground, <laughs> James Hetfield and Mo Tucker like talking Republican politics and agreeing with each other constantly. Yeah. <laughs> Uh <laughs> what would j- James Het and now everybody here's James Hetfield. Pair Blue
2: eyes Brah And the needle goes in my vein. Heroin, yeah. heroin. Yeah. heroin.
1: heroin tomorrow's puddles! Ha Um
2: That's gonna be a lot of clipping. Sorry for uh your yeah. ears.
1: Bye, I'm waiting for the man. Damn. $46 <laughs> in my hair.
2: Okay, stop. All I see, you absolute,
1: absolute horror. You have yeah, to no stop man. now.
2: We're going to lose all our listeners.
1: <laughs> I cannot live. I cannot die.
2: <laughs> no, no, no. No, he's a good singer. He um, is a good singer. I, I would defend I, Hetfield. I, I, I would defend Hetfield. And, in terms of Metallica, I defend Hetfield and, of course, uh, deceased Cliff what's his face well cliff.
0: cliff is was everyone's favorite member he was
2: everyone's yeah. special little when guy. you're fr- when you're basically your front man dies it sucks as a band he was the front mm-hmm. man he i mean he you, was like <laughs> he was he was the coolest one to watch yeah if you watch his old performances you're like holy shit this is a bass forward band and then he died that sucks yeah and you know
0: robert Trujillo, no slouch no slouch in the bass department yeah
2: the crab stance is a is but that became a meme i mean he was influential in that the crab thing is like a meme because of him and there's a meme mm-hmm. band called like cra- crab metal maybe i don't know
0: no no that was 10 years ago you're talking about the band attack attack it was a uh, the <laughs> one and only crab core band yeah. and it was uh, notorious for sounding terrible well, yeah, but, you know, know, that early YouTube culture with the
2: scene kid hair, you know, yeah, that, like that sort like of thing. like I tweeted finger tapping at Five Guys, you know? Like, <laughs> like bur- burgers and solos, my dude. Burgers and solos. <laughs> burgers and solos all the time, man. <laughs> like, dude, you got the new Dragon Force album? Of course I do, my dude. I downloaded it, and I have an MP3 of it on my on my Zune. Yeah,
0: D- that's because y- if you finger tapping was really necessary to eat burgers and play guitars at the same time. 'Cause you only yeah. need one hand. Yeah. Yeah. And if you can that's what's great about finger tapping is you can jack off while doing it as well.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Never you ever jack off while while playing doing guitar? a guitar solo. That would be pretty awesome. You'd be a pretty awesome guy if you did that.
2: I can't shred anymore. I gotta I gotta confess, my fingers muscles have atrophied and I'm no longer a shredder. I've laid down my my title and my belt. You, they, get, yeah. they give you, like, a WWE-style belt for guitar shredding. Yeah. Um, I got, like, a silver, like, you know, a really early one. But I got Because, you know, when you learn Crazy Train Solo, they give you the belt. And they're like, they we got a, a new
0: build. finger tapper.
2: There you go. Everybody <laughs> loves those guys. Yeah. Everybody loves finger
0: tapping. It's the most universally beloved guitar technique.
2: Well, it's funny to, like, I feel like, I don't know, I spent a lot of time learning a really useless skill. To play the guitar, it's it? not useless. It, it's useless in that I'm alone all the time, and like, <laughs> I don't. I can, I guess I can play for my own appreciation, but eventually, I'm like, yeah, I know I can do the guitar, but no one else gives a shit. You can make recordings. I don't know. Is is
0: music meant to be inherently social? Yeah. I know. I generate music consistently without any. Expectation of anybody listening to it. I like doing it in a vacuum.
2: Don't no, you get tired but it's though?
0: More of a mental exercise for me, you know. It, yeah. uh, but I haven't done it in a while. Although I sometimes I get ideas and I'll just do I'll record them real quick in GarageBand. But yeah, I, I I sort of especially musical composition. I like the ability to diarize, uh, which is when you have diarrhea.
2: Right I, uh, I, I I came up with that independently as well, um <clears throat> that my songs would be like a diary of what I was feeling, but, yeah, but I don't i I try to go back and listen to my repertoire and mm-hmm. it's kind of like, oh okay, depressed, 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 depressed. oh, I was depressed <laughs> yes, but different kinds of depression
0: <laughs> yeah, you know I was I keep trying to get into the Smiths, but I can't I can I can't it's morrissey's voice is the worst i don't get
2: it well i don't get what people see in it they don't that's what they see in it i mean <clears throat> it's like do you like rush yes because i didn't like rush for so long and because of getty lee's voice and then i was like i'm just gonna accept it for what it is and then i then i became really into Rush. This was when I was like 13 though, so.
0: the Yeah, but the thing about Geddy Lee's voice is that there's this guilelessness to Rush, there's this goofiness to Rush, which I think makes it palatable. With yeah. the Smiths, there's this uh, taking themselves with the utmost seriousness, which is I I think works for a lot of people. That's, you know, that's what it... Yeah, uh, you have to be very a, serious.
2: Have you ever... Uh, maybe you should try this exercise. Um, this February, rent a suit and walk around yeah. in the rain. And listen to the Smiths. You <laughs> yeah. will you will like it because you'll be like, I'm a fancy man and it is and it is raining.
0: And that's It is it's very nice that they let that deaf man write music though. <laughs> very nice. That they let him sing over their songs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that deaf right wing
2: man. Well, you know, a lot of artists are Is
0: Morrissey right wing yeah, or is I mean, his
2: his politics are all over the place? He's I think a lot of artists become reactionaries when um their time has passed. Johnny Rotten is a mega guy, which is pretty funny. Of course, they want to go back to when everyone thought they were hot shit.
0: Yeah. Well, it's that idea of cursory, uh, uh, surface level rebelliousness.
2: So you uh, have to and- you have to have the the ironic detachment from the beginning, which is why Steely Dan is so timeless. That's why everybody loves Steely Dan, and nobody
0: at all criticizes people's love of Steely Dan. Well, do they? Are you being?
2: Are you being sly?
0: No, you... no, no. The thing is, like Steely Dan is a is
2: a thing that people of our demographic are into. You know, it's right. very typical. But so what? what I, I watched the Steely Dan Asia doc yesterday, and what I was thinking about was like how interesting it must feel to, like they're officially mainstream as of last year it's kind of weird you think so yeah you think
0: they've they've broached the mainstream it's like i wonder how it
2: feels to finally break through for 50 years (laughs) later
0: well (laughs) um yeah i guess every uh, a lot of young people that uh i know are into steely dan for some reason i think i think it's uh, the music is uh Maybe because they're operating in this uh, hybrid funk jazz milieu, and it, it doesn't really... I guess it sounds like it's from the 70s, but it dates less than, say, the music of the Beatles or the Stones. Yeah. Uh, In their... or, or psychedelic music in general, you know... Uh, I, I, I guess the quality Steely Dan recordings sound like they could come out today. Like hypothetically, someone could make that music and it would be critically well received and still sound
2: fresh. That's a statement that I don't use anymore though. Like yeah. that when I say that it sounds like something that could come out today. Yeah. Have you listened to the shit that's coming out today? <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't sound like Steely Dan. With,
0: well i think we've identified a gap in the market there eventually, needs to be more jazz soft rock bands with wry lyrics about about nefarious characters
2: eventually all like the recording engineers are, are going to die out without having passed down that knowledge about like the correct german mics to use with whatever ginormous soundboard mm-hmm. mixing board and we're never going to be able to have um Steely Dan-esque records recorded again.
0: I think we need a, a band that's Steely Dan, but all of the music is recorded on Yeti microphones. All of the is that music is... Re- USB mics? Yeah, it's yeah. just USB mics, and it sounds really tinny, and we... we it's What if Steely Dan had garage band clipping in it? I, I mean, think that's what which, everyone
2: wants to know. What's interesting is, like, everyone's self-recorded music is basically colored by their usb cable unless they sprang for like the really good um converter you know mm-hmm. and the sound card and the cable like like apple has a proprietary cable that thunder or something thunderbolt thunder pussy Thund- the thunder the thunder, pussy, thunder cable. pussy yeah the thunder cunt and that sounds better than uh not better but it just can process a wider range you know all yeah. the way up to like Did you 48. say the
0: cable pussy? That just—I'm I'm thinking. Do you think like anybody's ever charged their vibrator while using it? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's that's a pretty funny. You're sticking it in you, and the cords going into the wall. You must feel like that's what Walt Whitman was saying when he was saying, "I sing the body electric." Oh, that's a Walt. Was Whitman talking thing? about.
2: I thought that was like a Walt Whitman. He said, "I sing the body electric."
0: He said, "I sing the body electric." Hmm. Well, he was sucking the dick of a rockin' twink with a huge beard. I guess it's not a twink. But that's all the twinks they had back then, back in the day. You were a gay man, so you could only get guys with huge beards.
2: They didn't have, like, little little, little effeminate guys? I guess they did. They I had guess to there have. must have been... Maybe not Can you America. think of
0: 16th century twinks? What were twinks? I guess they were fops. I guess they were courtesans. I guess the 16th century was actually pretty kind to twinks. There was a place for them.
2: I don't know. I mean Mozart, twink. Mozart was I guess like, he wasn't gay. No. I don't know. Do you need dude. to be
0: gay to be a twink? I would argue there are straight twinks. Not many, though. Not many. <laughs> Not many straight I, twinks. Like how many per one hundred? D- Timothy Chalamet is the is the preternatural straight, and course. he's he's probably bisexual. Oh yeah? He's probably he probably has sucked some dicks in his time. Well, you can just be... like Axl Rose, mm-hmm. yeah. who is, you know, famous home closeted homosexual so, celebrity. Axl Rose,
2: when I was in uh college, I was having like <coughs> a lot of mental problems, and you, yeah, and one of the symptoms was I was listening to the album Chinese Democracy by, <laughs> by Guns N' Roses. Uh,
0: why were you listening? Were you like convincing yourself it was good?
2: Um. Uh, I, all I can really say why, as to why is because I I think I was having like a, a lot of like really bad mental problems. So mm-hmm. um, that's pretty much the only thing that would explain why someone would listen to that album. I think it's, is it's Buckethead was it's on a it. Hell of an album. Buckethead was on it, and I was like, I like Buckethead. I listen. I like. I want to hear the Buckethead solos. But then the songs were strangely catchy. Yeah. And if you're familiar with the story of that album, it took Axl Rose like 20 years to finish that yeah. album. And it was a stinker, but um, it was interesting. It's really overproduced. I just That's kept feeling like funny this man it. spent 20 years on this, and then I was like, I was like, I think comparing the psychosis he must have been having as to what I was going through, and it was it was a weird time.
0: I don't know what... <laughs> you were yeah. in the mind of of uh, were you also exploring your feelings of homosexuality, much like Axl Rose was throughout? Uh... Yeah. Throughout the course of Chinese democracy. That's what
2: the album's about.
0: (laughs) Is it about exploring your feelings of. It's what Shackler's Revenge is about?
2: Yeah. Are you looking it up or you just remember a track? I
0: remember the song Shackler's Revenge because it was, uh, I think it was in a (laughs) Guitar Hero game. Okay. (laughs) And I I do remember the chorus from it, which was,
3: I don't believe in the
0: river! Or something like that he
2: doesn't believe in natural um like geographic features of earth he
0: doesn't believe in yeah. rivers i don't believe yeah. in the mountain i don't believe in the river i don't believe in them they, All I they don't in exist
2: is, is my mind and this is the Chinese democracy this is the yeah
0: this is the Chinese democracy <laughs> it's like my homosexuality you know it's it doesn't exist i'm trying to deny it What? Why was Axel Rose all Sinophobic? Why was he anti-China? Why is he saying, uh, what is he saying about the Uyghur death camps?
2: Well, the, the reason why is uh, he initially had that surgery to try to become Chinese, and it backfired. <laughs>
0: yeah, he had the Ariana Grande surgery. Right,
2: so it, when uh, it backfired, he had no other choice but to become Sinophobic. Right, because uh, that's what you do, you know. It's what people that
0: uh, have the dolazol surgery
2: They eventually become... Well, the doctor was um, very apologetic when he came out. He was like, oh, I thought you wanted to look like Paul McCartney now. (laughs) (laughs) Which is basically like Asian woman.
0: Uh, Yeah, Paul McCartney looks exactly like an Asian woman. Do you think he feels weird
2: about the fact that he turned into what Yoko Ono looked like in 1979?
0: No, he just looks it in the mirror and he he's very <laughs> self confident. He says, You know, John, I
1: get it. I would fuck me too. Would you fuck me? i would fuck me.
2: Yeah. Wow, the self deprecating Paul McCartney. Actually, as I'm I'm watching the get the get I just started watching the get back uh a beautiful series. The Get about Back redo, some Beautiful Boys. The reboot. Yeah. They're fucking rebooting documentaries now. Well you? it was originally <laughs> called Let It Be.
0: Let It Be was the original. They're fucking
2: rebooting these document like what are we gonna It's like
0: yeah, we're making him happy. Let's let's make a happy version of uh, the Atomic Cafe.
2: Peter Jackson has uncovered all the footage from the shooting of Bowling for Columbine by Michael Moore. And yeah. in this Disney Plus special, you'll see Michael Moore consume 400 Big Macs as he is shooting Bowling for Columbine. <laughs> Peter Jackson has acquired
0: seven more hours of the Zapruder footage where we actually get to see the people in the Kennedy assassination have some laughs. <laughs> you know, people always think about it was such a dangerous time. <laughs> but actually, actually, the Kennedy assassination was a time of mirth. And it's what me, Peter Jackson, Hobbit man... It's what I'm going to explore.
2: I love the Beatles. What did the Beatles have to say about the Kennedy assassination?
1: Oh, I didn't like it. I thought he was a good man. Oh, I, I didn't, he... really, didn't really much think about it. We were just too famous at the time. Yeah, we were too famous. It was <sighs> Beatlemania and all that, so we <laughs> couldn't really pay attention to the Kennedy assassination. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we were all, we were just doing a lot of speed and we were up with girls all the time. That's all we cared about is girls. You know, later we found out Mr. Kennedy, you know, he was into girls too, and we thought, oh, no, we missed lost a good one. Dude, we lost a good
2: one, lads. Missed we opportunity for the for the Beatles to party with Kennedy, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. We could have been eating the same pussy with Kennedy. We could have been getting rimmed out by Jane Mansfield.
3: <laughs> she gave rim Kennedy. Jobs? <laughs>
1: Wow. Wow. <laughs> Everyone gave rim jobs back in the day. It was it was the currency of the time. Right. Yeah, you know it was like you, instead of a couple of bucks, they said, "Now give me a couple of rim jobs." <laughs> you know it that it was currency. They have they they're telling me about these things called cryptocurrency now. Where what about rim rim job currency? Mm-hmm. You know,
2: very true.
3: Yeah,
1: you know, labor is money. That's what that's what Marx said. That's what Marx said. So I read it on the Socialist Beatles meme page that I managed. <laughs> Paul McCartney. <laughs>
2: <laughs> wow, man. So he's a radical.
1: Well, I mean, oh, no, I'm not. A I'm radical. in the DSA. Okay. And I molested, uh, I molested some women so they won't let me back into the chapter meetings because of my molestations. But I'm too famous for it to stick, you know. <laughs>
2: so you is this is this all true is this all true mr all
1: of this is true paul mcgartney dsa member molesting woman somehow all the time looking like an old asian woman looking like yona wanting to yoko wanting to fuck
2: myself Uh, now do a yoko impression no (laughs) i (laughs) don't
0: everyone does yeah i like i like yoko's music I'm one of those silly boys that likes her music.
2: Yeah. She's cool. I mean, her compositions are cool, except yeah. that she's kind of copying Lamont Young. Like... Yeah. I mean, I guess she got... I mean, anything to make that style of uh, music more well-known, I guess. But when a lot of people see that, they're like, oh, this is a joke.
0: Yeah. But, uh, I mean, that's the thing about performance art, is that every piece of performance art looks like a parody of performance art. We're going to throw uh, an
2: egg at the wall and see what sticks. Yeah. and, then and do- But uh, I sort of
0: like that. There is a humor yeah. to it. Uh, John Cage, you know, when he was... There's some f- footage of him doing one of his works on, on television, they asked, And, and the, this particular piece involves him, like, hitting a bicycle and... Putting a kettle on and and, and hitting uh, hitting things with rocks and you know it's the staid audience of the of the fifties television program you know they won't know what to make of it and people say are you the host says are you afraid you'll laugh and he says well I'd rather people laugh than cry and you know I ne- that's never
2: like how that. it's never how I felt about my music you'd rather people cry than laugh about oh, your yeah. music oh always. I got that's you yeah. I gotta to send de, I gotta change that. I think that's the key to my reju- rejuvenation. You you make it you make it less music about despair and make music of hope. No, make funny music. You know, the song. I think yeah. you've seen experienced this that sometimes the songs that you've written more as a joke are the ones that have more a longer life. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, I I think yeah when you're. When you're not taking a song seriously, it is easier to let that the spirit of creativity flow through you because it's like, ah, oh, whatever, I'll just write whatever. As opposed to, you know, like when a song you're saying, this has to mean something, this has to be serious, this has to has and you pour over every detail and you make sure every note is in the right place and it's more arduous. Whereas, like, uh, like the song that sticks with me that I've written is my Tiny Dick song. I sing it to myself all the time. Mm-hmm. Of course. Because, you know, sometimes, it, it, and it was easy to write because I obviously it's not important. <laughs> it or true. No it's not
2: important or true. Um,
0: <laughs> <clears throat> but within that, <laughs> well, well, let's go over the lyrics. I think it is important. To, what is wrong and what is right? Suck in Tiny Dick's tonight. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. What is good and what is bad? I know sucking tiny dicks don't make me mad. Okay. And the tinier the dick is the tinier the malice in your soul. And the, t- and the tinier, tinier the, dick the, dick dick the dick is the, is the, the tinier malice the, malice the phallus in oh, your hole.
2: Yeah. I remember this song. Yeah, there you go. The you,
0: remember the 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 you remember song. You remember these incredibly. Yeah, how it's how it fun. Comes? It's fun. And the tinier the dick is the tinier the malice in your soul. Yeah. And the tinier the dick is the tinier the phallus in your hole. Nice. Yeah, it's a bad song, but it sticks with me.
2: It's all about melody, man. It's all about the melodies.
0: Yeah. Can't... I know, music music doesn't have melodies anymore. Or like melody doesn't seem to be as important a compositional idea as ambiance. Yeah, hip hop has and... changed
2: it a lot. Hip hop's yeah. about
0: ambiance. But uh I mean even I mean hip hop is very melodic, but the melodies nowadays are very simple like autotune stuff where it's like this three-note riff uh uh, and yeah. it's what travis scott does all the time it's like one of those and mm-hmm. they'll just repeat that over and over again um and i don't mind that I, I think that's pretty good but i like i like melodies that travel a lot of places and we don't get a lot of those anymore
2: yeah well I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure him. we do. We, sure. we do get a lot,
0: because music is everybody's producing yeah, lots of everyone, great music there's,
2: constantly. There's never been uh, more music being put out than now. Yeah. We need a we need a great machine to sift through it and deliver us the gems. Like the yeah. Donnie and Donnie and Joe uh what are they what Donnie and Joe Emerson uh what is what am I thinking of? Donnie and Joe Emerson? Yeah. What? Do you know them?
0: No. Let me, find, let me find him real quick. Uh, one, one, you know, the Zendaya's Michi guy? Gabriel Gundacker?
2: <laughs> you doing um, just gibberish now?
0: Yeah, it's Gabriel. It turns out he's a rapist. <laughs> okay.
2: So, Donnie and know. Joe Emerson. Um, Joe they have Emerson. an album called Dreamin' Wild. I think they were like 14 and 13 when they put it out or something crazy. You, yeah, should, uh-huh. listen, you should listen to that album. If you haven't heard it, okay, it's actually a, a good really album good one. made by some teens. Because it's it's like it's like listening to it's it, it's an experience similar to listening to the castrati, you know, just pure right. teen boy, it's pure
0: teen boy. That's what we need more of in our music is yeah. teen boys. Like why Glenn do Glenn
2: Greenwald thinks why do we still have Justin Timberlake, Justin Bieber, all the Justin's that are like 30, 40 years old? We need some thirteen-year-olds. Mm-hmm. We need some th- new
0: 13-year-old talent. That's what we want. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. what we need in this country
2: is a hot new tw- uh, tween talent. We haven't had a hot pop superstar in, like, how long? I mean, Billie Eilish, come on.
0: Who is Olivia? Apparently Olivia Rodrigo is popular. I don't I know. She sound- The thing about Olivia, Olivia Rodrigo, Rodriguez. I hear
2: her name and I'm like, am I about to listen to some classical music?
0: am i about to listen to some portuguese folk songs i don't think so i don't think so i want to listen to some broad pop music which features synthesizers and references to the pussy
2: (laughs) yeah is that what her music is because if so damn i'm missing out yeah i i don't know what it is i couldn't one let's
0: let's see listen to some bars of olivia rodrigo
2: okay yeah.
0: I am going to hold listen on. No, to... I can, no,
2: no, hold on. I can do it on the... Uh, we can all listen. We can all listen, and we, we can, can talk get, over We it. can all get... Um, She's
0: young. She's a
2: young person. Do you think we'll get uh, kicked off Spotify if we play five She's seconds? She's 18 years old. Oh, my God. Olivia Rodrigo. I know.
0: I was not writing good music
2: at 18. Okay, here. Hold on. I'm going to just, like, go into the middle of this song. What?
3: even happened, is up with that
2: okay that's as much as we can play
0: okay yeah that's uh okay so based on that clip of music it sort of sounds like it's got uh wry punky lyrics like all similar to Billie eilish in that uh or it's uh or that that beat sounded very similar to we are never getting back together by taylor swift Mm mm-hmm where there's uh, there's a little more going on, you know. She uses some sprechstimme, some speak singing, in order to
2: underscore the importance of some lines. Yeah, maybe I jumped at a. I didn't jump in at the hook, but uh, if we play any more, we'll probably be kicked off Spotify and hunted down by the American government for copyright yeah. infringement. So,
0: Olivia Rodrigo will personally give us anal fissures. You mean if I play this song, she'll come to my house and step on my balls? She might come to your house and step on your balls Dude. if you play that song. Dude. That would be great. That would be great. I think, okay, who? Top five people you want to step on your balls. Okay, Jillian uh, uh, Gil, uh, Anderson. Jillian Gil, Gil, Anderson, Gillian. number one. She's severe, she's beautiful. Yeah, okay, Liv Tyler. Liv uh, Tyler, okay. she's a gentle spirit and was raised by Todd Rundgren. Okay.
2: Now, number three, Steven
0: Tyler. Steven <laughs> Tyler, freaky man, got a mouth like the salt dude, sucker beast. Got big massage, flappy gummers. Dude,
2: I I think of Steven Tyler and his toes as being like as dexterous as fingers, and I think he would really just get into the balls with his toes. Yeah, he um, would. He would
0: uh, massage and ripple, ripple the testicles. Number four, uh, Frederick Nietzsche.
2: Number two is Friedrich Nietzsche. Okay. Oh, I was going up. I was going up. So oh, like, going my number up. one is is Gillian Anderson. Definitely. Oh, your number one yeah, is Gillian. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, no, okay, yeah, yeah. so your number four Nietzsche is Friedrich Nietzsche. Yeah. Okay, um, why Nietzsche? Uh, I think his toes would probably it would probably be like a really interesting aromatic experience uh, yeah, between he didn't my wash balls a and lot. his toes. Yeah. You know, and wash a lot. Yeah, it would be. I think we would maybe the resulting fungus from that could maybe create some new cheeses. Yeah, we we haven't had a lot of new cheeses. You know.
0: I'm sick of the old cheese. Let's get some new cheese, you know. But the cheese hegemons won't allow it to happen. That
2: used to be how you would make a new cheese. Would um, Two people who had never gotten together would get together yeah. and mingle their balls and their feet. And it would create yeah, a new would, fungus. they would
0: just be f- doing frottin' right. and doing frotourism. And you cultivate that balls. in
2: someone's armpit hair, and then you rub cheese on that.
0: Yeah, cross-pollination. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so number five
2: for ball, number stepping, five. Um, ball stepping, I think Marilyn Manson would do a good job. He's a rapist, you know. Yeah, I think he would. that's kind of why I pick him to step on my ball.
0: Because you need a rapist to get the job done, is, is what I'm saying. Right,
2: that's kind of why I'm against the death penalty, you know. Stick him in prison, but maybe there's a use, yeah. you know, later yeah. on down the road. To, you to step, on, on. To step like, on balls, make like new cheeses. If we go to war against China... Wouldn't and we want our, our craziest motherfuckers that we have in prison? Like, don't we want to set them loose in China? <laughs>
0: exactly. You know, that's what's gonna happen. That's what's gonna. Our craziest guys will just send there.
2: We send Marilyn Manson over to China. He's one of our
0: craziest guys. You know, he's capable of anything. <laughs> um, yeah, we're gonna have we're gonna have a machine that makes uh, all Chinese soldiers look like. Uh, <laughs> that lady
2: <laughs> yeah we sent Harvey Weinstein over to China
0: yeah, we sent Harvey Weinstein to just uh, and you know he's got a thing for, for Asians you know
2: oh boy well maybe, we maybe that was insensitive we should not send him to China We send him to Russia
0: uh, <laughs> Harvey Weinstein armed only with his penis yeah <laughs> just going ape shit just going ape shit on those Russians you know in support of liberal democracy
2: um, so what do you, uh, I said my 2022, uh, resolution is Robert Fripp, uh, listening only to Robert Fripp. What about you? You got any New Year's resolutions? Uh, my New Year's resolution is
0: absolutely to start a letterboxed account and make very serious reviews. No joke reviews. No jokes, huh? You're, no jokes. This will not be a place for jokes. People use letterbox as a place for jokes but as a place to learn about film.
2: <laughs> Boy, so first film of the year would probably be Macbeth, right? I haven't seen Macbeth. I would well, love to out, see Macbeth. It's coming out. It's either coming out now or soon, so. It's it's came out on
0: Christmas oh. and although a bunch of our theaters have shut down because of Armacker Armacrome. Armacorn die Moomoo. yeah, huh Exactly. <laughs>
2: Uh, it (laughs) sucks for all it sucks for all those guys in baltimore named omicron right now
0: (laughs) yeah a lot of guys are having taking a lot of heat (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) um uh yeah so well yeah uh i so here's i i want to circle back to the idea of having a weapon that makes all all enemy combatants look like mary elizabeth winstead and then sicking Marilyn Manson on them, you know, as he's wont to do. Uh-huh. Well, we were, before the show, we were talking about, um, your thing with... What the, if we, if the... we had Sean Penn as a combatant and made all of the soldiers look like Madonna and just let Sean Penn loose in that... Oh. Oh no! Oh no!
2: Loosen that, alley. That's uh, that's terrible. Well, we, let's let's that's move on to something joke. a little more lighthearted. Bad about domestic. The what lo- it,
0: we just have a gun that makes it look like Bill Murray's wife that <laughs> so makes him, and then sick Bill Murray in there and just have him go ape shit, you know? Um,
2: what? Bill Murray did something <laughs> bad to his wife.
0: Bill, oh, Bill Murray, yeah. <laughs> uh, in his divorce proceedings, it was revealed that he domestically abused his wife.
2: Look, with jokes or with his fists.
0: What <laughs> with his fist? What we do is we get the the gun to make the enemy combatants look like Johnny Depp's and get Amber Heard, you know, to you know throw I ape see. shit in, I uh, think, and throw glass.
2: I think shit I'm them. catching on to what you're doing here. <laughs>
0: this is this is just an extended bit on domestic violence, which is very serious.
2: Um, I let's go to a, a happier place where you were talking about changing the um, the bullets from the Las Vegas shooter into syringes into syringes of vaccine with the
0: vaccine yeah yeah
2: and how beautiful yeah. that would have
0: been that would have been a beautiful moment yeah yeah right. steven paddock would have been a hero
2: right forcible mass instead, vaccination you know, you know
0: people people wouldn't like it at the time but when covid rolls around you know suddenly they're wondering what paddock put in, put in them, and and now they're like oh my god he was a saint he was a saint, actually. I well, have been spared. I think a lot of people would take, you know, after six months they wouldn't like it at first, but I think the forcible vaccinations they would eventually get used to them.
2: Yeah, I mean, I would. I'm of the mind that you should also include a dildo insertion of the butt at the same right. time.
0: Right, you have to you have to do that in order to make the blood vessels expand.
2: Oh, that, so how funny you, the, would that be? All right, you can. <laughs> If the army shows up with a big dildo and a and a needle. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Right, everyone who have been holdouts, you know, the, the virus is just getting worse and worse and people are finally convinced and it's like, sorry, you didn't take the old vaccine, so you have to do it the dildo way. That's the only one we have now. Yeah. That's what Bill Gates says.
2: I don't know. Uh... Nothing's good right now in the news. <laughs> Nothing's, Nothing's good, good in the news. Uh, let's see. Let's look down at these list of topics we got here. We got... That's our... At the top that's of the our, billing here is don't look up. Don't look up. Don't look up. up. Says Meryl Streep. A Street. bad movie. Not a great movie. <clears throat> bad no. movie.
0: But in an interesting way, uh, because it exposes the weakness of uh, liberal critique or a media critique of of uh, environmental concern by itself being a terrible critique of, of a media critique of environmental concern. I right. mean, it's not terrible. Like, okay, so praise about the movie.
2: Uh, a lot of the performances are really good. They could have learned a thing or two from Mike Judge, in my opinion. <laughs> from Idiocracy? Mike Judge. Mike Judge. Uh, In the parlance of our times Does not forget the assignment Which is to make a funny (laughs) To make a funny movie It must have jokes
0: Is idiocracy funny? Yes I can't remember It's funny Uh, because there's
2: jokes There's like No There's the At the beginning the guy's like I'm baiting mom Answer the door (laughs) Right he's baiting baiting. Yeah (laughs) Uh, That's funny I remember that's timeless. Uh,
0: upgrade is spelled funny. Uh, 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 yeah, not uh, sure. City-sized Costco is funny. Yeah. He gets diagnosed as tarted. <laughs> uh. <laughs> it's, it's got jokes. Yeah, okay, yeah, Idiocracy has some Don't jokes. I mean, people have complained about it because it uh, has a socially Darwinistic view of uh, of evolution. It's just like something. they could
2: also learn a thing from, like, Talladega Nights or something where it had jokes in it, and— The only few jokes were delivered by Jonah Hill, and there was one that I thought was funny, which is when he says, Buck Trilly 40, for for $140 trillion, Yeah, is how much the asteroid is worth. And he's like, oh, Buck Trilly 40? Buck Trilly 40. Yeah. I mean,
0: that's the problem with the movie, is that it wants to skirt the line between being a sort of redemptive comedy a a redemptive drama and but also like an apato like comedy where where uh, it's very irreverent and it so it's it's constantly flitting between reverence and irreverence instead of just picking a lane uh it, it doesn't do it well uh doing both at the same time and the the problem is is there are too many moments of redemption in it which prevent it from becoming a comedy like, if Leonardo DiCaprio had kept fucking Kate Blanchett and just become a total bastard and not have a moment of redemption, I think that would have been a funnier way for the movie to go. It
2: doesn't make sense. His, the way they cheated his character does not make sense. Uh, it's no. Like,
0: why would this meek guy suddenly be into, like, he's automatically so pumped up by, uh, by hype that he's, he's willing to do something out of character, out of the character that's already been established.
2: I mean, but yeah. I don't know. Maybe people are just like, it's Leo, so he'll fuck around. People know he fucks around. Why do they have them all get? Uh, sorry if there's spoilers. They have them all get together at, at the end of the movie holding hands. I, yeah, that's that's surprising. It's not funny. What? Not funny. Aren't, aren't they aware it's that like, everyone's, everyone's families are like fractured by political divisions? It's like, you know, if you cheat on your wife and then she admits she cheats on you, you don't get back together to hold hands while the world is ending. The, the You're like fighting and flinging shit at each other while the world is ending.
0: Yeah, why isn't anyone like? Yeah, I would be like crying and shitting my pants. Yeah, I'd be like rubbing shit all over my face and, and like, like, <laughs> like being like,
2: I'm rewilding. I'm going to the north. And, and
0: yeah, I'd be like, I'd be like trying to dig a hole and like <laughs> bury myself in. Yeah, why don't you dig a hole?
2: I dig a big hole.
0: Yeah. So the premise of Don't Look Up, if you haven't seen it, don't. Even though it seems like everybody's seen that this doesn't fucking matter. movie
2: even if you watch um, one second of it netflix thinks it's a win so you can either yeah. never click on it or just fucking click on it you know, um consume
0: yeah i can't remember any jokes from it but i remember
2: joke. Yeah.
0: uh i think uh, timothy chalamet is it? no timothy chalamet is funny as that christian uh skateboarder or that religious skateboarder i i like that character i think See, that's the problem with the movie. I like a lot of the individual characters in it. Like, there's a lot of good character work. Like, I like Mark Rylance's performance as the evil billionaire.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I think he has a lot of interesting vocal tics and specificity that he brings to it that make that character interesting. Um, uh, Meryl Streep is terrible in it. She's the worst one in it, which is mm-hmm. very funny.
2: I don't know. I mean... I- She's no better than, or no worse than any of them, in my opinion. She had to just play. Yeah. Dude, actors are just, they just do what the director says, man. Yeah, man. They ain't got no, they ain't got no soul. They're cattle. They're just
0: pretty pieces of clay that They're you just put like, in front of the camera and like they, they say things. It's like a
2: human Xerox machine. Exactly. <clears throat> That's who we, like, are all concerned about their relationships about, you know? Like, oh, who did the Xerox machine just start dating? Exactly. Exactly another clone we, the, the machines man another fucking clone of itself yeah yeah you gotta, you gotta unplug man the oscars should go to a printer
0: this year that's right the oscars should go
2: to a LAN party man you know what you know what culture is it's just like what a copy of a copy of a copy you know who said that uh fight club no it's trent Reznor. so close trent Reznor. very close actually yeah okay <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> did fight club back away that's my favorite my favorite the, one of my favorite homer tropes is when he calls um movie protagonists by the name of the movie
3: mm-hmm.
0: yeah did payback
2: give up <laughs> <laughs> did, did dances with wolves die
0: yeah dances with wolves <laughs> die in the movie dances with wolves is funny. What's uh i call them moonlight uh this is when moonlight had gay sex
2: the Sh- is that the <clears throat> Cher movie?
0: No, no, that's the movie where uh, the black kid is, is having trouble being gay. Uh, all right, I'm thinking of Moonstruck. Moonstruck, mm-hmm. you could call, but either Cher or Nicholas K. I guess, no, I guess Cher is Moonstruck. Cher is Moonstruck in that movie. Okay. Uh, and who for- could forget dear old Spy Kids? Spy Kids,
2: good movie. I saw that in theaters. Is it a good movie? I remember it being terrifying. Uh, I was, like, horrified by it. Maybe maybe I just was, like, happy because I was hanging out with someone at the time. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, um, my, my one friend that everyone else in the school hates and eventually gets bullied out of the school. Uh, you were ghost worlding with somebody? What do you mean? Oh, I was setting up ghost world. I was setting up elephant situations as much as I could. I was just like, <laughs> <it's> like <laughs> who wants to be gay oh. kill everyone? <laughs>
0: Oh, Gus Fed Sant, American treasure.
2: No, dude, I, I I watched that shit when I was 13, too. I was like, yes. Yes, oh my God. He knows exactly how I feel. Yes, we're going to do it. <laughs> um, No, I don't know. We, I hung out with a, a kid who everyone hated, and I did that a lot. Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, out with the misfits, the
2: outcasts. I don't know what happened. Like, I don't know why that happened to me, but... I'm not, like, wearing it as a badge of pride. I would have rather been a popular kid.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. We all, <laughs> Sorry. We all would like to be popular, yeah.
2: Um,
0: hey, you know, you take what you can get. If you're alone too much, you go insane. So you have to find other people that have been discarded Form your own little community of terrible people.
2: Yeah. Um, sometimes, I was, I don't know, this particular kid was... Just had bad instincts when it came to social interaction. Like, he would lie mm-hmm. about stuff to try to seem cool. Oh, yeah. And, Classic stuff. And people would obviously realize he's lying and then just... I could do a kickflip. No, oh, he, you can't. He, <laughs> he said he got into a knife fight and won of at a course. gas station. <laughs> and so, like, the bullies, like, called his mom and asked him. asked I mean, asked his mom. <laughs> she was like, what? No.
0: Wait, how old was he when he said he got like, into a knife 12. fight? Twelve. That's too young. He wasn't getting into knife fights.
2: I mean, that might happen like in New York in the 90s or in particular places or Baltimore in the 2000s in particular places, but I guess it could have happened in Dallas. Like the thing is it could have happened. Some
0: 12-year-olds are getting into knife fights, but not this 12-year-old. This was yeah. this was the type of 12-year-old that doesn't get into well, knife fights. Well, his thing was that he
2: he also was like really into karate and he was like I can I could probably oh, kill you. Mm. Were his hands registered
0: as lethal weapons? Right, that kind of thing, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh,
2: but I, w- I would uh, go to his house a lot, because he had every single um, console. <laughs> Amazing, <laughs> of course. That's how
0: you get friends when you're the weird kid yeah. is because your parents buy you material and goods. He had Maxim magazines,
2: that was sick and then maxim was great you he could, also you could the top 100 hot ladies he would brush his teeth and and just spit out the toothpaste and not rinse i was fascinated by that behavior that's crazy like, you like, have a mouth coated with film no rinsing huh and he's like no rinsing that's you gotta got keep it clean <laughs> like, okay uh so yeah i think this he works at weird. renaissance fairs now i think that's what he does now ah uh-huh.
0: so he landed on his feet yeah sure Man, yeah. He's what he, is he,
2: a, a medieval blacksmith? Making sixteen dollars an hour at a renaissance fair.
0: Doing what he loves, you know.
2: Yeah, he's getting into knife fights. Eating turkey legs constantly. He's doing fake knife fights and telling people There you go.
0: <laughs> Full circle. He's he, he's he's lying about being a medieval peasant now.
2: You ever check in on some of like the, the worst nerds from your past? I was the worst nerd from my oh, past.
0: <laughs> I was I was <laughs> the people I was the person that someone like you would befriend.
2: And that's kind of what happened, if you think about exactly. it. Exactly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it all repeats, the cycle
2: no. repeats. No, I was I was by far not your first friend at college. Your first friend no, was, you, you know. it was maybe Steve.
0: Yeah, Steve there was also this guy named Eric who eventually became a corporate lawyer. Not not good Eric. This was well, I don't think ben, he'll uh, ever you mean listen benevolent to this. Eric. There's benevolent. There's sweet benevolent tall Eric. Uh, and <laughs> this this was uh, venal fat Eric. Ah. <laughs> but he later didn't become fat. But he was smart, but he was also venal.
2: V- venal as in uh, that means like kind of
0: susceptible to bribery.
2: Oh, okay. Wow. So Do you have any examples of that? <laughs>
0: Uh no, just you know, by I mean it in the sense that he he'd be willing to forgo his morality for not even a particularly large amount of money. So
2: you gave him how much money to suck your dick, you think? I gave him I gave him
0: <laughs> I gave him all my Axl Rose records and, to get him in the mood. Oh yeah. man. Like Chinese My democracy. Axl Rose solo records. No, no, that's Guns and Roses. I'm talking about my Axel Rose solo records. Okay. Yeah, have you never heard of solo material?
2: Um no, I can't say I have. It's mostly spoken word. I've had, I have, you know, I have listened to. Uh... But he talks in the pig, the the pig squeal voice. Oh man, now I'm now I'm blanking on. Um... Oh, David Lee Roth solo stuff. Yeah. Yeah, this is also mostly spoken word. China Rose, I think it's called.
0: Yeah, he talks about the diaspora a lot. He's always talking about the diaspora. You
2: know? Is as uh, David? Yeah, I guess Roth is. let's a giveaway there. You
0: think he's big into Israel? You think David Lee Roth likes Israel?
2: I think he's totally brain fried.
0: I I think like I think David Lee Roth Con-
2: beyond knowing countries. I think
0: he doesn't know countries. <laughs> right. You think he doesn't have an opinion on Israel?
2: Yeah.
0: I know Adam Sandler's pro-Israel. Jerry Seinfeld's pro-Israel. Seth Rogen, not so pro-Israel. No. Not mm. as pro-Israel as you think. Maybe like he like won't go full on pre Palestine. But he will be like, mm, maybe I don't like Israel so much. This is my flawless Seth Rogen impression.
2: It's reminding me of the impression we had at the top of the show that you should not. Oh, the James Headfield. That kind of sound like.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, don't <laughs> do <it>. Stop.
2: <laughs> no, we're gonna lose all our listeners again. They just came back. <laughs> yeah, it's too much clipping. Um, uh, it,
0: it, <laughs> fucking, you know, uh, in the news. Th- this previous week or maybe previous two weeks in case you didn't notice we were gone last week for holidays yeah. holiday special we had to take
2: a holiday break
0: yeah we were feeling the heat from doing our our once a week podcast
2: sometimes you got to take a break i mean sometimes you do i had to work on some personal issues i did yeah take a mustache break if you know what that means that's uh,
0: yeah other people will people know. in the know will know people will know what that what that take means. Take a mustache break you yeah. know get your get your oils and take a mustache mm-hmm. break
2: uh, uh what happened the previous week or past couple weeks
0: oh uh, well um there was another mass shooting which is you know ho-hum for america right well, whatever actually,
2: i missed this one i didn't yeah. see it in the papers and people were talking about it and i was like what There was a mass shooting what i didn't see mm-hmm.
0: it what it yeah. wasn't really that widely reported. Uh, it was, I think, four people uh, were slain, unfortunately. It seemed uh, like but, the guy
2: knew everybody, so it was more like yeah. a targeted thing. I don't know.
0: It was like a revenge thing. It was in the in the Colorado tattoo community. He was taking out specific people in the Colorado tattoo community. But uh, this person, whose name is Roman McClay... Okay, so that's another thing. Whenever there's, like, a mass shooter... And they say, "Oh, you know, don't publish information about the shooter because it will it, it uh, deifies them." And do you do you ever feel that guilt? I don't know if it deifies them particularly. I guess to a certain subset of people, the certain subset of people who are like uh, worship Elliot Roger as the supreme gentleman or
2: something like that. Yeah, yeah, because those people generate the next one sometimes. Sometimes they do. Sometimes they don't. It it when that happened once. I mean. I think like the, mm. i think it was the, the well, i the think Canadian alec manassian
0: the van attacker directly references yeah. elliot roger yeah. as an inspiration
2: so that's when it became pretty clear you shouldn't uh like do like a documentary about the guy's like life story
0: yeah but i i don't know if like i, I i'm just being perfectly honest here whenever one of those shootings happen i do not look at the biographies of the victims i am instantly drawn to the biography of the perpetrator because i want to know you know what in his life made him do this that is that that sick fascination you know it's the same thing which propels someone to like the true crime genre i'm not saying that it's a good thing or a wholesome thing i'm just saying it's a weird instinct that you have to know what makes a man start fires right yeah
2: i used to be a lot like that but, like, I would always lurk, look for the manifesto and be like, what mm-hmm. did they write? Maybe, maybe I feel that way, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, elephant. Right. Elephant. Oh, yeah. And uh, then I, I kind of grew out of it. It's like uh, the original ending of Clockwork Orange in the books, which is not the yeah. ending in the movie. The ending in the movie is, is Kubrick taking artistic license. The ending in the yeah. book is that the guy, he's like, and in the end, I learned it was all a phase, and I grew out of it. Yeah. And I stopped being a fucking psycho.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, and I like that, indeed, because that actually accurately describes, like, a lot of the people who are, like, psychotic in their 20s that I do just end up becoming very normal people yeah. and
2: buttoned I, down. Yeah. I like to think of mass shootings in, like, a structuralist way, because mm-hmm. capitalism is driving us insane. It's driving men insane. Yeah. And it's uh, it's not good. In a
0: particular way.
2: Yeah, it's making men be, like, the only way I can do anything to to go down in the... In the history books or in, you know, what you would have 10,000 years ago is like, the only way I can have notoriety in my tribe is to slay Mm -hmm. a giant beast. And now it's the only way I can have notoriety in any way is to kill everyone. Mm Mm-hmm. I think. I don't know. Maybe that's one aspect. No,
0: I think that is I think, you know, it it seems trite now, but that thing in Fight Club where he's talking about uh, that we are born into this society that promises we're all going to be rock stars or celebrities. And I think that's to some degree true. Everyone has I, I think, I know for me at least, maybe I'm just projecting, but there is this idea that I have to be if not famous, you know, wildly successful and respected, and uh, at least have notoriety within my chosen occupation or something. And if I fail to live up to that, then there is this sense of despair.
2: Mm. Uh, That's why it's good to take uh, too many psychedelics and experience ego death. Yes. It's good for you realize to realize you that. are nothing. Yeah. yeah.
0: But, yeah, I think a lot of people have that sense of that protagonist syndrome. Like, they think they are the hero of the world. And the fact that they aren't getting what they want out of it, uh, you know, means that their revenge is justified in some way. Their revenge against the world is justified in some way. Yeah, we got to get these young boys psychedelics.
3: Uh.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think I think that would help. I think if someone had just done done a tranche of
2: shrooms with Stephen Paddock, well, he's not this one of these. Could have all young, been boys. avoided. I'm talking about the younger kids who.
0: I think it's him too. You know, with Stephen Paddock, if oh, like, I don't
2: know, I don't know. I don't want to get it. that because Paddock and the that whole thing. It's maybe a there's the, op- yeah, there's
0: a mysteriousness about him, and there's the idea that there's some government tampering with it, or that he's some sort of asset, but. I don't know if I were to take just a wild guess, and I'm not saying this is correct, but uh, I think that mass shootings are you are born out of uh, the same, the same all usually the same desire is is you you see society uh, creating something you can't have, and you want it, but you're just you've sensed that you're infinitely far away from it. And so you want to destroy the happiness that you see in other people. I yeah. think that's usually the... That's that's what you want. It's just revenge against a happiness that you aren't able to feel. Okay. If I were to, like, psychologically diagnose it in a totally bullshit way that no, no one that's should take better seriously. Than I,
2: it's better than what I came up with, so... <laughs> well, what did you come up with? Some kind of weird, like, uh, <laughs> evolutionary bullshit, evolutionary psychology bullshit, like, wanting to... Make your mark upon the world. Um, do you? Re- I don't know. Do you, do you remember being a frustrated
0: young man and seeing like people in a relationship and being angry at them? Like seeing people doing public displays of affection and I, being mad. That's at them?
2: one of the. That's this is one of the reasons why same sex education is kind of good. Because mm. the, to to answer you no, because I went to an all boys school, and so I didn't see what. The the guy some guys had girlfriends, but yeah. I wasn't friends with them. But I also didn't have to see it. You never
0: experienced that residual nope. jealousy. I never I never felt wasn't. jealous
2: of anyone in my high school, mm. roman in a romantic way, which is now that I'm looking back on it, probably a a pressure valve that was not just a, one pressure valve of many that was not screwed on. So that if that one had been screwed on, maybe I would have really lost my shit. But <laughs> You're telling me he's going out with her?
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, a lot of a lot of uh I mean, those incel mass shootings are born out of that instinct. You know, the, the seeing what you can't have and wanting it desperately and not knowing what about yourself is so flawed that you can't have it.
2: Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm not like a proponent of same-sex education. No, cuz it it's hard for uh anyone who's gay. Yeah. It makes it makes it really hard for anyone who's gay, like more so than uh keeping everyone together. So that's yeah, bad. For usually, a minority, yeah,
0: so. gay people need women to protect them in high school. <laughs> well you gotta have I mean
2: if yeah. Because if, if everyone's together, then there's always the sort of sexual tension between everyone constantly. But if it's mm-hmm. just, if it's same sex, then, then there's a minority who's having a sexual tension, and then that can be a bullying situation, I think more so. But I, I don't really oh, know. Yeah.
0: I had a same sex education as well, and the gay kids in my school were bullied mercilessly I because would, they were
2: gay. If there was a way to measure bullying... Which there isn't, but it would be interesting to see if there was, like, less bullying in a public, sp- in, like, co-ed Wait, versus same-sex.
0: Steven, no? Steven, you've just hit on something. We need the bully Okay.
2: To measure bullying. <laughs> no
0: one before has attempted to measure levels of bullying.
2: Right. Like, scientifically, with a unit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Hmm.
0: Well. Well, I guess you could say force exerted. Or, or, or. Um, what you do is you uh, measure the cortisol levels of the
2: bullied. What should the unit be? Which I let me propose uh, we call the unit a rungrin.
0: A rungrin? Right. Why? Why did run? Victorious bully, bully Todd anyway?
2: Rungrin. Victorious bully Todd bullying Rundgren. all the musicians, being like, "Play it this way, play it this, play it my way, yeah, you play yeah. it my way." Um, uh-huh. So, I don't know. I'm just, I'm making that up, but a, a rungrin. <laughs>
0: Ron Grey, yeah, he was
2: really nasty. <laughs> he was a nasty guy. Um, but he raised Liv Tyler. Yeah. For that we can thank him. Uh so I've uh, been I've been thinking of a joke this whole okay. week.
0: Okay, what's your joke? The
2: joke is that, that your dad used to make you make his friends from the locker room. He used to make you he used to bring home his friends from the locker room and you'd have to make them milkshakes. Right, his, yeah. And so your your dad would be like Come back to my house and my boy will make you a milkshake. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and that just made me laugh a lot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that's a that's a real thing. That's like, there, there's a trope in literature and movies where it's like, and I used to dance for my dad's friends right. for pennies. And they'd say, go, Charlie, go. And I didn't like them th- And I danced through the tears. <laughs> I was crying the whole time, but they would throw pennies at me. And they hurt. Oh, my God, they hurt. And they'd put me in a dress, and then they'd they make gave, me sing. Then they, they give they you, make... you a black eye. Yeah.
2: <laughs> 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 uh. Oh, how drunk they'd get! I'd remember their breath. Like in like British industrial times.
1: Yeah. Oh, stick! Get out here! Dance for the mates! Dance for the mates! <laughs> Faster! festa! I'm sorry! I'm sorry!
2: It used to be that the only entertainment a family had would be to abuse the youngest and weakest child. Yeah, exactly. That's
0: how you got along.
2: Right, and that's, that's why... why there was so much less bullying in schools, because schools were like a place for all the abused children to sort of come together and unite. Yeah. And then once the home life became less intense, then the school life became where all the bullying took place that they internalized over the years.
0: Uh, What if uh, we had a machine that made all the enemy combatants look
2: like Eric Clapton's son and then sicked Eric Clapton on them? Have you noticed that the decrease in child abuse (laughs) corresponds directly (laughs) to the increase in school shootings? Uh, No, but now that you mention it... (laughs) Now that you
0: mention it,
2: we should it be hitting our kids that's how that's called that what that is is a, is a lie that I just did
0: I don't know it could be true no it's not but true it, at all. we're not hitting our kids anymore. we're not shooting our kids anymore, so they aren't getting a, an appropriate
2: fear of guns uh no that that's like that's like something that can that's i think that an argument conservatives have made that uh hitting children makes them more disciplined yeah i i I have in fact upon further recollection seen that in print um,
0: my my theory is that uh your dad doesn't get to hit you, your mom gets to hit you like three times, and even the, you know just slap you upside the head a little you know not injure you, don't leave a bruise, but your mom gets to hit you a couple of times because she's not as strong this varies of if your mom is the strongest woman in the world might not be okay for her to hit you.
2: Yeah, your dad. Might not be Your dad okay. can can make you make his friends milkshakes.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's what your dad can do. Yeah. Your dad can't hit you, but he can force you to make milkshakes the, for the his friends. The definition friend.
2: of milkshake is left up to you to determine. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it could be A milkshake like, can really be anything. Yeah. It could be what is bringing his friends to the yard, if you will. He is
0: there? You go. <laughs> A reference to Kalice. <laughs> Everybody loves uh, uh That song is so old. I know. I'm so old. <laughs> that's from when we were in college. It's like yes, 10, 10 I think it's from ago. before that. I think it's from we were in high school. Really? More than ten years ago. Yeah. Maybe it was it's from 2007 like 2007. Or seven. Yeah.
2: That's when time stopped for me. is 2007. Yeah. When I went to college, right before Obama was elected. Well, I hadn't smoked weed then, so that's the last time I had like an actual memory. You have strong memories back then. Haven't had any memories in like rain. 15 years.
0: You don't need them. You know, people say humans are a collection of memories. That's not true. We're meat that walks and jacks off. And jacks off. Mm-hmm. It's one of the funnier things we do.
2: Yeah, like a pig in the blanket.
0: <laughs> what? <laughs> like what the was... penis is a pig. Like a pig pig like the a pig. It looks like a pig in the blanket. A pig in
2: the blanket. It kind of looks like a like a like. It looks like when you're jacking off, like the croissant is the Oh, hand. like when
0: you're when you're moving yeah. your penis skin over your head. And
2: then the weenie is like your weenie. Exactly. And well, there like, you, you know, go. Size size corresponds for me. Sure. <laughs> I see have, big you're in the you're saying like, you're
0: having a tiny
2: penis. <laughs> that looks exactly... You've made delicious hors d'oeuvres, Mrs. Johnson. It looks exactly like me jacking off. It
0: looks exactly like me jacking off. It looks exactly like a foreskin around a small penis penis a small penis uh we do this with a lot of panace mm-hmm. you need penis in your writing you need penis in your fashion you need penis in your soul uh <laughs> i i want to sympathize with the small penis community but i myself I'm not a member of it, no in fact, of course not, in fact, dear listener, would you be surprised to know yeah uh, i wanted to I wanted to join the penis club, but I wouldn't have any club that would have me as a
2: member Wow, um see these are jokes there's a, these, average, are hot. these are hot tasty there's jokes. an average dick uh guy reddit, so there's a reddit for guys with average dicks, and right. they're just. The comments are just guys with 7.5 inches being like, I feel so small. And then a bunch of other guys being like, fuck you. (laughs) Uh,
0: That's funny. I haven't felt great distress about the size of my penis. That's never been a huge subject for me. I mean, it comes up so often. Like, you see the guys in porn are
2: like, I wonder what it's like to have one of those, like,
0: huge cactus motherfuckers.
2: All right, hey, man. A little part of you has to admit you're still holding out a little bit of hope for one last growth spurt.
0: Yeah, everyone is like, you know, maybe it's not done yet.
2: You know, maybe (laughs) there's more to this story. How can I unlock the testosterone that resides in my spine? I'm like doing spinal cracks. Look, we've all tried to jelk. Yeah, we've all (laughs) tried
0: to do turbo jelking, but uh, it never works out. One of the early
2: episodes of Degrassi is about penis size. It's about jelking? Is that where, is that the penis pump? I mean, or is that the weights?
0: They it? What's that? I forget what Hold on. I'm looking up jelking right uh, now.
2: Because I, I know you can attach weights to your penis, and that can help. It's a but,
0: penis stretching exercise. It involves mm-hmm. massaging your penis tissue, stretching the skin to create micro tears that look engorged when they heal. Jelking.
2: Okay, well.
0: Does jelking actually work? How funny would did, it. So did they jelk in Degrassi? No,
2: they had a penis pump in Degrassi oh great but it was penis weird don't it's like a fourth grader oh yeah so what it, it was almost like a south park episode it was kind of weird it's like a live action south park episode
0: yeah that sounds sounds too young i wasn't worried about penis pumps at age nine i was worried about well, were you in Pokeball. a same-sex
2: school were you around other boys i was around See, that's why there you go you don't have to do any penis pumping when you're it's yeah, not you're not
0: nervous, you know. You're not afraid of these heterosexual problems. Maybe it was seventh
2: you know? grade. I don't know.
0: Um, he no, he was nine. He was nine years old for sure. I don't know. I, just, I can't. I think it's
2: seventh grade that the grassy starts.
0: Uh, yes, it's a middle school, famously a middle school. But
2: That's then when they, all your
0: problems start happening.
2: But then they, but then they go into high school.
0: Yeah. And they have even more problems. And even more people
2: get assaulted. I stopped watching them in high school. I didn't care anymore. Mm-hmm. Now, have you gone back to the... You should watch 80s Degrassi. It's hard to find. It's not on any
0: of the streaming sites. Mm, I wonder if they have it on CBC. Yeah. Or if the CBC... I don't think it was a CBC show. I have no idea. This deep Degrassi lore that we're talking about. What is your favorite Degrassi moment?
2: Hmm. probably when um hmm. That's hard. That's hard. I'm not prepared. Okay. But we'll have to do a top 5 Degrassi moments. We will. Episode. I'll
0: watch some Degrassi. We'll
2: uh, talk, no, we'll talk don't. about Degrassi. I don't
0: want to. Well, okay, so we were talking about a mass shooting uh and then we got off topic like we always do. That's our trademark. Right. You see. <laughs> Is uh so this mass shooting uh this time Uh, was perpetrated by a guy called Roman McClay, which is not his real name. That's his his book name, which he uses to write elaborate Turner Diaries-esque fantasy novels. Uh, And he was also uh, made some headway in the right-wing internet media sphere. Uh, So there was nothing particularly interesting except that he was praised by several figures in right-wing media before... He went on a killing spree. But I don't think, like, mass shootings are pretty rarely politically motivated, right? They're like, that's not usually a thing that happens. Dylan Roof was politically motivated, but I argue even that was more born out of a personal... Uh, uh personal issues than I mean, any sort of cohesive idea if of you, trying to promote if you read
2: the atlantic um then uh, the mass shootings are caused by white male <sighs> rage white male rage which is politicized by them somehow um
0: but mass shootings aren't just committed by i mean white guys are they i guess they are most of them are probably i don't know uh, i haven't done i can remember back to v tech was v tech white male rage no that there's was no autist- there's that no was asian male rage. male rage That was autistic male
2: rage <laughs> exactly this is a subset see
0: that's well i wonder i mean um autism is a, a, a adam lanza the 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 shooter of uh the sandy hook shooting uh the wasn't the theater shooting? Wasn't the guy who did the uh, Dark Knight theater shooting also autistic?
2: At uh, one, well, I don't know. I, I don't know about
0: it. But what the the common denominator is social isolation. Is this?
2: Yeah, I well, think that's
0: we're... not even that's not necessarily true. Well,
2: yeah, I think the pandemic might we might be percolating some new ones right now with the social Dude. isolation. Yeah, I think we're I think we're probably cooking up some new insane dudes. Uh, who are who've been holed up for two years? Mm-hmm. So watch out at the mall, uh, America. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I mean
2: that's that's the nice thing
0: about the pandemic is no mass gatherings. Watch
2: out. No. Uh, yeah, but dude that dude who just went nuts at the Walmart. I mean, yeah. There's that dude that went so nuts at the grocery store. Like, watch out. Just when...
0: everything will be delivery. Everything will be delivered. By guys whose lives are much worse than you, but who you
2: still hate. And then you're going to get, like, Delivery Guy shoots, like, 18 uh, people in their own homes.
0: (laughs) We're going to have a lot of Delivery Guy murders. It's going to happen. They're Um, the most important people on Earth, and they're the most spurred.
2: I was thinking, like, do other countries have, like, uh, delivery stuff? Like, you know, like, Europe? Because growing up, I was always hearing about how dysfunctional Europe's mail system was, because they were all, like unionized up to the neck and everybody's on strike and the mail people refuse to deliver the mail constantly and Mm -hmm. i wish we had a a french correspondent who could fill us in on amazon.fr and how well they deliver stuff how the next day air goes there
0: (laughs) oh my god uh france the hoary and wild country of france
2: i i would love to to move there and live there not in the country with Varg. You've been
0: there. You've been to Provence. I've been to France. Have you yes. been to Provence?
2: Yeah, I've been to Provence.
0: What do yep. you like about
2: it? I mean, I went to Provence in the winter and that sucked. Okay. Uh because they have something called I think it's le mistral, which is like mm-hmm. a very cold wind that blows there. So that was mm-hmm. crazy. It was an ice cold wind. Uh But yeah, I've been to Paris uh Paris a couple of times and been to a couple other places. I love France. Mm-hmm. Front. Uh,
0: I've never cared for French culture myself.
2: I've you, never gotta, cared you gotta go for there. I don't and like the food. Immerse yourself in it, man. Nah, You've Gotta get immersed. It's probably stinky. It's like a bath of strong perfume.
0: Uh, do you, you know about Paris syndrome?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Japanese people experiencing yeah. it.
0: They go to they go to they have this highly romanticized view of France in their head, and then they go to Paris and they realize, oh, all of these people are weird. See, I don't like it.
2: I don't get that. I I don't get that syndrome. Whenever time I've been to Paris, I've been like, oh, it's great. So mm-hmm. it's like fantastic. It looks great. I take pictures. Have a good time. <laughs> Is it dirty? Is it smelly? There's dog poop everywhere in France. They really? Hate, they hate picking up dog poop. They will not do it interesting you gotta watch where you're walking there's a lot of these cultural mores mm-hmm. i don't understand um that Maybe might that's be why they, japanese don't like it but the japanese people as far as i know are i don't know is, is, yeah, yeah they, there's, there's, there's a pretty there's, big
0: culture of like looking after your own shit in japan how, you know, yeah this, how's their dog how's their dog do going i don't I think know. it's pretty pretty good really? i think generally pretty good yeah right. i think they're I think that if you go to Japan, it's noted for its, its overall cleanliness. Hmm. I wasn't sure. I mean,
2: it, like, maybe. is that, But that's probably not why. I've it's probably, never been to either country. It's probably from, like, maybe you think it's from animated movies and animated depictions of Paris, like, it being sort of fantastical in a way.
0: Yeah. And I, I also think that... Um, a specific quality of Japanese culture is to get very very obsessed with something. It's like it, there is no every everyone in Japan has an autistic hyperfixation. Uh and some people get this hyperfixation on France and turn it into mm. a fantasy world and it, uh,
2: yeah, I got to say I've only had good times there. I would definitely move there. Um one highlight was uh my dad and I were there and my dad was very depressed and he's refusing to leave the apartment which Mm -hmm. was actually the second time he did that on a French vacation. So Being
0: depressed in an apartment is actually a pretty good way to have the French experience.
2: So then it was just like up to me to do everything. So I would go out, and uh, he got really constipated one day. And uh, he was like, you got to go get me laxatives. So I was like, I'm going to pick the furthest pharmacy away and walk there. (laughs) And I got there, and then I was like, trying to explain what I needed in my mm-hmm. not-so-good French. Laxatif. It's like, a pour poo-poo. le caca, mon père, il, il, <laughs> peut pas, il peut pas faire le caca dans son cul. Yeah. La poubelle. <sighs> dans la poubelle. No, that's trash can. Yeah. Sur le toilette, toilet, il peut pas uh, le faire le, 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 le caca. Uh. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're just saying that over
2: and over again. Uh, 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 je, uh, je besoin du metamucil. Uh, yeah. Est-ce que vous savez que M. M-E- yeah. then I had to spell metamucil in French. metamusil And the French. Ah, le- The French letters are different. Like you pronounce them different. Like M. E. T. Yeah. A- <laughs> yeah.
0: That that sounds made up. I. L. I. G. I. G. Yeah, that was the worst one. <laughs> Everyone in my French class was always double V. That's the one that they had the double best v. the best time with. Yeah. yeah. It's a double V, which is a better description of a double U than because in English it's W, which makes no sense. They're V's. They're fucking V's. What is this Rome? Yeah. Are we using our, are our V's used now? Is nothing sacred? Would the Velvet Underground's famous album VU be spelled VV? It doesn't make any fucking sense. The well the velvet. Well the
2: velvet. Well the velvet well
0: the velvet the well well underground. The well vid, the well be- I just beware we we, we quiet. I'm listening to the velvet well underground.
1: <sighs> ha ha ha. ha. Lou Reed makes such sad
2: songs. Um so this guy that did the shooting, he was like a Twitter guy. He was a Twitter guy. He had guy, like yeah. some how many do you know how many followers he had?
0: A negligible amount. Was it negligible? I don't think I think it was like six thousand or something
2: like that. Six thousand? Yeah. That's not negligible.
0: I guess not. But he yeah, he was he was a relative he was well known within his uh within his narrow range of sort of right wing return guy politics.
2: Like right wing reply guy, you mean? No, return. he wasn't a re- no. Oh, return, return as, like, as in return like, return like, R E T
0: V U R, because oh, right. they're they're the ones replacing the V's with U's. Yeah. That's yeah. The, fuck
2: doing, them. Uh, wanting the W to be a double V is kind of a, a right wing kind of deal. <laughs> yeah, I do yeah. not endorse this view. Okay. Or okay, we yeah, I do not endorse this view. This view.
0: And so we're just going to pronounce all our W's as as, whiz as W as W as double V's as W's right now. Uh, well, there was also that's that a very, very good idea. There's also a
2: shooting in LA that happened. Some uh, happy-go-lucky cop shot a guy, and then he shot the girl hiding in the in the dressing room behind him.
0: Yeah, it that was sucks. Bad. Yeah, and uh, that's it for precision strikes. Right. I, I well, that's that. That is a narrative that you hear pushed time and time again. Is uh, we hire experts, and they're especially trained in firearms. And they're able to use them. They should be able to use them liberally, uh, because you know, without that threat of violence, what is the point of a police force? But uh, you you would just end up in a situation like this where there's just so much collateral damage.
2: Yeah, the police uh, should have a baton from their use of that force. Yeah, the the police should have a baton, an extendable baton, and they should have pepper spray and and a taser. All those all them shits. Yeah, No guns No guns Maybe a BB gun uh, Maybe they can I have like know. a little BB gun Airsoft,
0: <laughs> pop, yeah, pop. give them airsoft rifles yeah. Just like,
2: ow, fuck you, cop, ow Don't yeah. tase
0: me, bro But, uh, yeah We 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 give a lot of leeway To, to the use of force It doesn't change well
2: uh, Don't uh, you think I that don't... And the, the thing that's sad about it Is like that cop, uh, by all accounts Was a good guy and right now well, probably would rather switch places with the girl he killed. And because we live in like this weird society where it's like condoned to use violence constantly. Yeah. He now is going to probably have a horrible life. Yeah. It's like we just well, said... I his... wouldn't
0: call him a good guy. You know, once you take the cop pill, it's sort of hard to salvage your yourself. I mean, a good guy in the sense that he he understands and feels the
2: moral wrong he did. He wasn't one of these cops who, as far as I know, who's like got five infractions of... He wasn't a chauvin type. Yeah, he he doesn't have like five, like too much force infractions. He was like a guy who's like, I'm gonna change the world by being a Mm -hmm. good cop. Yeah.
0: And, yeah, but that's see, Hence ACAB. You can't be a good cop because you are empowered with... um, you have too much force you are capable of using.
2: Yeah, ACAB personalizes it though. It's a. I'm not a fan of the slogan. Not I a agree. fan of I, ACAB. I agree with the sentiment. But I mean, it's hard to sloganize like. Uh...
0: Well, every also everybody hates the word systemic now. What? Nobody likes the word systemic. Nobody wants to hear it. They they think it's like, as soon as you say cystic, bah, no, no, get it away from me. Doesn't make doesn't make a difference, because it's you. There's no way to say systemic without sounding hectoring. Mm, that's why I try to say structural. Exa- structural is better because it sounds like pop. It sounds like mechanics. You know, Struc- structures, man.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, Not materialist, structural analysis, because it's like you're moving big girders of words and ideas. Yeah, it's systemic. It sounds like some sort of alternative teaching program where they uh, have kids fashion festive gourds and give them instead of letter grades, give them uh, frogs. It's very frogs. strange.
2: It's very strange to have this kind of stuff happen because we could have it almost equally as violent a society if the cops just beat the shit out of him with hammers, mm-hmm. and then the little girl would be fine. It's an ins- We live in an insane. <laughs> I don't understand what is going on with the guns.
0: It, it, so uh, you heard it here, for, here, folks, uh, folks. Hammer cops. Right. Why it's not?
2: It's going to
0: solve all the problems. Hammer cops.
2: The nice thing about hammer cops is, that, is
0: their, their operating range is like eight feet. Well, unless they start throwing the
2: hammers, which they would almost... The hammers are going to be fucking... like They're going to be chained to the cop's outfit. Oh, okay? good idea. you are going to be able to throw it. You, can, you know what? It's going to be a long chain. It's going to be an eight-foot chain. They can throw it eight feet, and then they can okay. get
0: it back. So people know the range of the of the hammer. They have a better chance
2: of surviving. Right. And then if there's a real bad guy, you can get the cops with the longer chains. You yes. can throw the you hammers better
0: <laughs> See, that's that's what... It, no more drone war, warfare anymore. Just hammers. Okay, you know.
2: Just go in there with hammers. The cow, you don't need generally... To shoot someone if he's more than eight feet away, you don't need, again, if he's less than eight feet away, you can just hit him, sidle up and hit him with a hammer, like on the Mm -hmm. head, like a Monty Python Uh, sketch. (laughs) Exactly. Or a Dave Chappelle thing, you know, when he's always... uh, Using the microphone to simulate... To simulate a cop cop knocking knocking him out. Knocking someone out with a baton. Uh, He was funny once. Yeah, he was funny once. That Like, Johnson, he's still here! yeah it's a very it's
0: that's <laughs> funny that's funny damn it uh oh well uh <laughs> what have i been doing i've been doing nothing but watching movies you cool. know what i watched is minority report right nice which is a funny movie because like right at the beginning is like we can only see murder rapes forget about those don't we can't see rapes but the precogs can see murders
2: that's all the yeah well that's the precogs fault yeah, I blame them. Systematic bias, uh, maybe. I don't know. But it, attorney- it wouldn't be...
0: It wouldn't be... It would be a different movie if he were preventing rapes and Tom Cruise... They foresee that Tom Cruise is going to rape a guy. And he has to... <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's... Here's my new movie. It's Minority Report with Rapes instead of Murders. Everyone's going to love it.
2: Coming to the Lifetime Network. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs>